Embarrass much. That's something like that, right? <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought you were really recording. <laughs> I am recording <laughs> right now. Yeah, that's a, this is I gonna be a hit. Should do an intro just like that. You think you should sing? You shouldn't have an intro. You should sing it every time, and it's always different. Embarrassment, <laughs> where we like to embrace being right in the face. Embarrassed, but don't tell your host that you're gonna sing the intro. Just be like, hey, you ready? And then, <laughs> and then just sing it. <laughs> I love this idea. You know, I might even just keep this. This sounds really good. You're listening to Embarrassed Much, the podcast where we like to embrace being red in the face. And now give a warm welcome to your host, award-winning children's book author and illustrator, Izzy B. All right, that was pretty cool. How did that sound, buddy? you actually run awards for your books? Well, no, I haven't won any awards, but people don't know that. And it makes me sound much cooler when I say it. Uh, I think you're still recording. Oh, yeah. How embarrassing. Hello, this is Izzy B. I am children's book author and illustrator here with my good friend, Rob Watson. Hey, hey. This is the very first episode of Embarrassed Much. Yeah. Where it's a family-friendly podcast where the whole goal is just to laugh and tell embarrassing stories. At other people's expense. Yeah. You have probably the best embarrassing story I have ever heard in my life. And so I definitely had to have you come out and and be the first episode because, you know, you set the bar high. Thank you. It's an honor. So, Rob, I think it would be best for you to first kind of introduce yourself and talk about what you do and why you are so easily embarrassed. (laughs) Why I'm so easily embarrassed. That's easy because I'm clumsy and I don't think things through. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I'm Rob Watson. And let's see, I am 33. I am a husband and a father. I currently work for Christ and Youth CIY, which is located in Joplin, and I am Specifically, I work with Superstart is my main area, which is fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. For those of you listening and don't know what any of that means, it just means I get the honor of touring around the country and putting on conferences for preteen age students. And that's how Rob and I got this kind of started, actually, because we were on the road mm-hmm. and we were going to Kentucky. Yep. And I was a, um, how do I say that? Like a substitute, would you're you say? An actor. Substitute, no, substitute actor. sounds like you're not worth as much. Yeah, no, that's special. But I was acting yeah. in place of someone who, who was a usual cast member. But yeah, I get it. And um, we were just kind of sharing embarrassing stories. And Rob was, he just kind of sprung in there with this one that I, oh my goodness. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it. And I said, you know, this needs to be a podcast. That's literally how it got started. Literally. And then you were like, help me think of names for this podcast. Yeah, we right literally now. like started just marking off names and and coming up with we we started building it right there. And I was like, the world needs to hear the story, Rob. But then more so, I was like, everyone needs I'm sure there's so many people out there that have just great stories to tell. And and I like podcasts that don't take themselves too seriously. Me too. And just kind of um, let people talk and and tell. I I think it's healthy to laugh at yourself. A hundred percent. 
And I think that the reason so many people don't have embarrassing stories is because they don't know how to laugh at themselves. Mm. Everybody has an embarrassing story. Yeah. I have more than I would like to admit. (laughs) But the thing is about them is I know they're embarrassing, but I like to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. So I use them as fuel. Yeah. You have to embrace the embarrassing. It makes you human, one. And it's humbling. Like, you just got to know you're not perfect. Exactly. Just embrace that. And it's okay for people to laugh at you. Yeah. I do think that the power of them is it. Because as a kid, I was, I was, it was, I was really good at making people laugh. That was kind of like my thing because I was this little chunky thing and (laughs) I loved making people laugh. And so I would take those things that people laughed at me for and used it to make them laugh with me. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, yeah, I get, I have a lot of embarrassing stories too. And I would say that the bulk of mine come from the fact that I don't think before I do things. I think that's always what it is. Yeah. It's that, or it's just coincidence beyond belief where it's like one bad thing, one bad thing, and then embarrassment happens, or you're just genuinely not thinking through, which is a hundred percent pretty much every single story I have have to do with eating (laughs) where I just go for it. Just get in the zone. But that's how I like to live my life. You know, I like to, you know, like I don't need to plan everything. Mm. I wanted to say that's how I like to live my life. I like to think I think things through, but I definitely don't. As you will soon find out. Being spontaneous is, is pretty fun for me. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Something about being in the moment. And I'd say that one of my biggest problems is I, my problem solving techniques usually involve the most obscure ways. You know, like one of my embarrassing stories is I had a big problem and I found the worst possible way to solve it. (laughs) But in the moment you're like, this is going to work. It did work. (laughs) I solved my problem, but what the end result was horrible. (laughs) And I, Got from point A to point B, but what happened in between was really bad. Anyway, let's get started. Uh, Rob has this embarrassing story, and the way he tells it, you could tell Rob, Rob is a storyteller by profession. That is true. And you could tell by the way you tell it, he just does such a good job. Well, this story, I feel like most stories needs a little bit of context. So, you know, so it takes place in an amusement park, but there's something really specific. So when I was in eighth grade, my church went to a service camp and on the way back, we always stopped at this amusement park that's called Holiday World. So if no one here has heard of the amusement park, (laughs) I know, right? It strange. I don't remember that many holiday themes. It's really weird, but it's Holiday World. Here's the number one thing I do remember. Holiday World has free soda. And so if you go to Six Flags or Disney, you know, whatever, anytime you get a concession, the drinks are just enormously expensive. Exactly. That's how they make their money. Yeah, 100%. But Holiday World just has soda stands. No one manning them. It's just a fountain and there's just cups. So you grab a cup. It's like every kid's dream. It was my dream come true. Like this is the best scenario because I'm broke. I, you know, normally I wouldn't have money for a big old drink anyway, or that would like That'd be all my allowance. So I was like, yes, I was like hyped. So every single, like, I'm not joking. Every single stand we walk by, I grab a cup. 
I do like the suicide because I was so cool. Like 12 year old me is like, I mixed all the drinks. <laughs> it was horrible. And I chug them, <laughs> throw the can away every single time. I'm down one, two, three. I'm just chugging these things. And we had been in the park for a while. And so we're running around and all of a sudden we see the line for the best roller coaster in the entire park. It's called the Raven. And so we see the Raven and we look and the lines, the shortest that it has ever been. And so all of like me and my eighth grade friends were freaking out. We're like, yeah. And I'm by this point, like I'm tweaking on sugar. Like I'm like twitching. And I'm like, because yeah, I have so much caffeine yeah, in my system. No kidding. So we run in line and I'm like bouncing off the walls. Like, oh, it's the Raven. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, as as happens when you drink too much, like I had to pee. Like it just hit me like out of nowhere, like a bus, just boom. I was oh, like, sure. oh my gosh, it's all happening at once. So we're in eighth grade. We're in a strange place. We have a buddy system, right? You have a buddy system. We have a buddy system, which is, you know, take a friend so nothing else happens. You know, you have accountability, all this stuff. So I can't go to the bathroom by myself. So I'm talking to my friends. There's, I don't know, eight of us in line. I'm not time finding buddies. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, someone go to the bathroom with me. I got to go. And everyone's like, no, Rob, we don't want to go to the bathroom. Like we're in line. We're almost there. And I was like, please, it's really bad. Like, just go. Our other friends will save the spot. Like, I just need one of you. So simple. So simple. And none of them would go to the bathroom with me. And I like, I'm like, uh, whatever. And like, there's a side of me. It's like, I know I want to be cool. So I don't want to keep begging. Exactly. But I literally was in so much pain. Like it, it just kept building and building. And I'm not exaggerating in any way, shape or form right now. I was hunched over like an old man, like just bent at a 90 degree angle, like holding on to the pole that like is the guiding, you know, through the line system to the roller coaster. Yeah. And every time we moved, I was like bracing myself on the pole because it hurt that bad. Like that's how bad I had to go. And so I literally like all coolness is thrown out the window. I'm like begging everyone, like, please someone go to the bathroom with me. Like I will do anything. Like, please. None of them would like, just hold it. We're almost there. Oh man. Whatever. So I hold it. The car comes up. We get to the front of the line. I'm sitting in the front car, the very front one. I get in. You're in the very first the car. The very first That's like car. The prized position at Rolling. Normally, coaster. yes. But like, I didn't care. I was like, just get me off this thing. Like, I need to go to the bathroom so bad. So I sit down and then Lisa sits oh, next to Lisa. me. Oh, Lisa. I had a crush on Lisa. So normally, front row car, pretty girl. Ideal situation, right? Yeah. Not got, so much you're anymore. You're going to get the best picture taken of you. Right? Right you next know, to her. Like you could even probably pose. She starts getting scared and you're like, I got, oh, it's you put, okay. Yeah, I put I'm your right arm here. around her. You had the ideal situation. Oh, 100%. It Especially was Especially what up. grade were you in? Eighth grade. Eighth grade crush. Yeah. Wow. That was prime material. Yeah, no kidding. I couldn't have been in a better spot, but also... I couldn't have been in a worse spot because then comes, you know, the, the riot person who's going down and they're pushing the bar down to make sure you're, yeah, yeah. slams my bladder. And I'm like, oh, like I literally am like grunting, like, oh, because I'm in so much pain. Holding. Yeah. Now Lisa, like she knows because we were all a group of friends. So she like heard me begging people to take me to the bathroom. Yeah. So she like, it was no surprise. I had to pee again. All coolness was out the window at this time. So before we even take off, like the bar was 
the last straw. Like the bar hitting me in the bladder was. I mean, like, that's a pretty big straw too. It's a, it was a big heavy straw <laughs> yeah, that just they, hit me in the gut. They literally like hammered your bladder. <laughs> Hammers it. So like I look at Lisa and I'm like, I have this has to stop. I look at her and I go, Lisa. I'm going to pee my pants. Like, is that cool? And like, nothing started. Cool? Yeah. <laughs> like, I love the wordage. Like, is this cool? I don't know. I was the time. How do Bless you tell your, your crush you're going to pee your pants? Like, like, no, it's not cool. There's Lisa, no good lingo like, for that. What is Lisa supposed to say there? Yeah. Lisa, is it attractive as I wet myself? Like, I don't know. I love like, that you asked permission. I felt like I needed a warning, you know? Yeah. So, and I wanted her permission. I don't know. It just seemed like the right thing to do. So, <laughs> Is this okay? It was it was 2004. Like, no, that's not okay. <laughs> so I look at her. I'm like, can I pee my pants? Is that cool? And she, I mean, quick. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, okay, hold on. That was too cheery and too quick. Like, you don't believe me. So I'm like, no, no. Like, seriously, Lisa, can I pee my pants? And she's like, yeah, go for it. And I'm like, she doesn't get it. So she, I, yeah, like, and I'm like, I know I'm usually the jokester, the prankster, whatever. Oh, I that's me right this there. woman in the windows of her soul, like right into her eyes. I'm staring down. I'm like, Lisa, I'm going to pee my pants. Is that okay? <laughs> like, what is and she she's supposed like, to do here? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. And I was like, all right, that's it. That's you I asked three times. Man. Yeah. And I was seriously in so much pain. At this point, I what was the roller coaster? So the roller coaster parked. We're still parked. They're doing their checks. They're oh, going wow. through the line. So this yeah. whole conversation, the roller coaster hasn't even started yet. Hasn't started. We start taking off. And the first thing you do, like normally, is you go up a hill. And so, you know, you click, 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 click. We're leaning back in our carts. And I was like, she said yes. So I start going. And like, she doesn't notice at first, you know, like there is, there is a good 30 seconds or so of just She's pure urination. It's so warm and you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> it was warm for me. Yeah, like 10 gallons. <laughs> so much soda in my system. All the suicides I drank. And so it starts like going over. And maybe she knew by the look on my face or something that I had started doing. You're really? Yeah, because I was just like, ah. she looks over and it's like going over the seat. And it is just pooling at the bottom of the cart. And, and so this is she's one of those like, carts where they're all connected. You're in your own single carry. <laughs> yeah, it's just me and her, right? And so, like, she sees that I am doing what I told her I would indeed do. You said, dude, you had, you gave her three chances. I told her. What if she would have said, no, don't pee your pants? I might have tried to hold it. As much pain as I was in, but she gave me permission. She did. She said she gave you so, a green light. Yeah. So it's so we're going Niagara Falls. The pee is coming, and she like you can just see the look on her face goes from like pure shock of like, oh my gosh, she's doing this. She starts screaming because it went from oh my gosh to oh my gosh, it's gonna get on me. Like, yeah, so no she's kidding. like holding her feet up because now like a pool is forming <laughs> in the so bottom of her cart. Anyway, yeah. you gotta lift your legs up. The best part is everyone thinks she's having the time of her life because she's screaming. We haven't even made it over the apex of the hill yet. Like we're still going up. It's still click, she's got click, her click, arms click. and legs yeah. up. Everyone's like, wow. She's she trying to like push it. her feet She up. loves the rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like screaming bloody and we're like ah, ah, 
And like, I'm just like kind of laughing because I, I don't know what else to do in this situation. I'm like, I can't stop now. Like, it's happened. The dams have burst. Like, you can't stop. The it. floodgates are open. Uh, yeah. So I'm just like, ha 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 ha. And she is screaming bloody murder. I obviously did not think this through. Like any embarrassing situation. Yeah. There's a lot of things I didn't think through. But what I didn't think through was like the roller coaster hadn't started. So we finally get to the top of the <laughs> hill. <laughs> and then we go over the hill. We fall down. And this, if I may say so, this pretty impressive puddle that I made in our cart is just turning into a urine wave pool. Like it's it's going side to side. What a it's horrible description. Up. <laughs> it is so getting a sweat like it's on her feet she's screaming so loud like and i'm just like ha 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 ha, what a story we'll tell our grandkids one day like hopefully and anyway the ride goes on there's urine everywhere like they literally come and we get to the end of the ride oh think about the people then oh i know i was and that's why i ran so like the bars go they get off and like i don't look at anyone like buddy system out the window i just sprint out of the rail car i was like i can't let anyone know what happened obviously everyone was going to know soon or all my friends were uh and so i don't know what happened to the rest of my group but i just beelined it for the wave pool because i was like just wash off the pants wash off the pants and so like i jump fully clothed <laughs> into the wave pool just to like there's your wave wash pool. it away yeah you did you literally peed in the pool i made a, a mini wave pool and then and then you went and enjoyed and then i washed off in one the purposeful one yeah that is the funny story i've ever heard yes i love the, the fact that i'm pictured like i'm a visual person so i visualize you going up these big steep hills and going down and the gravity pulls that urine up so it's it like does. literally going up in the air it literally makes waves in our cart like that is not just like a good description like it's what happened and if it's the quarter where she it's like she's on the other side there's urine coming right yes. by her it's climbing the walls like so and when it leans to her it. side it's like everyone's <laughs> worst nightmare it's terrible there's urine and it was not a small amount it was not a small amount. I was, like there was enough for a good size wave. What did, well, how was your relationship with her after that? Because I doubt anyone could recover very easily. Um, things did not work out with me and Lisa. Have you talked to her since? So we did talk. Uh, it became legend at the church afterwards. Oh, we sure. were still friends. It became so funny of like a story. Like, hey, remember the time Rob you peed on the roller coaster that like. I think it became, I don't want to say like, hmm, endearing yeah. because it didn't work out. Like, I'm, I'm, I know that that's why it didn't work out because I like, I yeah, accidentally you peed game. on your feet. Well, if that wouldn't have happened, you would have been set. Yeah. I think, I think things would have worked out. That was the thing that got in between. I think over time it became endearing because it's like, oh, this legendary story. And I was there to witness it. Yeah. The whole thing. I mean, and here we are now. Lisa, wherever you're at. The whole world's going to hear Lisa's. And what if Lisa hears it and she's like, wow. Lisa, I'm sorry. I don't think I ever told you sorry. Oh, wow. Let's do that. Here in front of you and all of America, I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, any other English-speaking country that may stumble upon this. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. So heartfelt. Thank you. I've been working on that (laughs) since eighth grade. Poor Lisa. She's still scarred for life from urine. 
I'm sure she has a different version where she's like, this is. I actually thought it'd be fun to get her here if she ever hears this and hear her side of the story. Because can you imagine her side of the story? Like, I thought he was joking. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're going over these turns and stuff. Now, here's the good news. It wasn't a roller coaster that had any spirals. Or there were no loops. Loops. Yeah, can there you were imagine no a loop? I can't imagine. What I can't imagine you had loop? a loop. All of that would have came down, right? Yeah, I don't know what base that counts as, but that we would have got to that story. base accidentally. Oh my gosh, can you imagine the story if there was a loop? <laughs> can you add a loop and just lie? I think for the sake of the story, I need to add a loop. You just need to add one. Oh, can you imagine just a... I, it would have been a faceful, that's for sure. I mean, gee, it would, seriously. Or, or everyone that was on that ride would have known exactly what I did. I love the fact that everyone else was purely oblivious. Like that's one of my favorite parts too, is that all these people thought Lisa's just really screaming her head <laughs> off. Cause she's like, this is so much fun. But in reality, and you're like, why is Rob so awkward? But in reality, she was terrified. Oh yeah. Because. <laughs> oh yeah. Her, she was trying to get her feet like onto her seat. Cause it was like, but you can't cause the bar no, is the bar. So she was just in the most awkward, like semi crouched. I'm doing it for everyone that can't see me right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Rob is literally semi crouched to do it in his chair and like, he can't. Yeah. So I don't, he can't even do it here and you don't know that, but I'm horrible with roller coasters because I'm huge and ginormous. <laughs> like anytime I ride a roller coaster, they literally shove me in the thing just to get the thing going. And so it takes like two or three people pushing and yeah, that's to get, to get just that. to get it down the bar down. Like it takes like the entire Ooh, team. That instant would have been where I peed. And I'm just a big me. guy in general, you know, like, yeah, see, that's me. Like, yeah, that's why I, I have to pregame. <laughs> and if my family's like, we're going to go on this roller coaster together, I do the opposite. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat anything, drinking, like, I have to be very Just conscious about it because I know that there's going to be 12 Silver Dollar City employees pushing on everything <laughs> below my chest. <laughs> and just to get me on this dang ride so I can enjoy it with my family. Oh, man. Gosh, that's so funny. I strangely have another piece story, but because of the misfortunate situations that I've had with urine, I do a preempt to pee before I leave the house every time. Yeah, it's I don't like have I have to because stories. I'm nervous that my lack of judgment when it comes to urine yeah. is going to like play out again. And I'm going to have another one of these stories. I don't to even know you. if it's a lack of judgment with urine. It might be a lack of judgment with liquids. Maybe in general. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know people like that. Yeah. That You just sit there and walk, like you go on a lot of road trips. I do. <laughs> and I always sit there and watch people on road trips and I'm like, Bro, why are you drinking that two-gallon? That was me on our last road trip because I was doing 75 hard and I had to drink a gallon <laughs> of water a day. And I was dying because of this dumb – well, it's not dumb. It's a wonderful challenge to yeah. get you healthy. Anyway, that's the best embarrassing story I've ever heard. Thank you. And I've heard a lot. <laughs> it just has every has every element. First off, you're awkward because you're in junior high. Yeah. Second off – it's a crush. So like mm. I could seriously see your story on an episode of some sitcom. That's why I love it. I, I'd i like to think maybe there's some writer out there and they hear this story and then they go in the room and they pitch it 
and I know nothing about it and get no royalties, but I get the point and go like, that's me. I could see it. Like I could yeah. see it on some, you know, like Wonder Years or something, you know, based off of, oh gosh, Life with Rob. Life with Rob. Ooh. Okay, so Rob just got done telling his incredible story. Thank you, thank you. Um, like I said, funniest, probably the funniest embarrassing story I've ever heard, which is hard because I'm going to come in now and tell my embarrassing story. Um, and it's not as funny as yours. Mine is more, um, it's just wild. Like I have probably about 10 solid ones. This is not my best one. Oh, okay. I'm saving some of them. Good. This is just one I really like. And it's also a church. I don't know why, but like most of mine seem to have been happening on church events. I actually have one that happened at church. Um, it involves a, the church had like a dog, but we won't get into that. Oh, I can't wait. If but you later, know me you know, and you went to church, with, you know this story. It was awful. Mainly because my youth group just sat there and did nothing. But anyway, <laughs> I was in high school for this one, and I had taken two years of Spanish. Um, and this is a shout out to Miss Carricker, our Spanish teacher. Mm -hmm. She was incredible. Muy bueno, one would say. Muy bueno, a phenomenal, grande mm. teacher. Sí. She's so good at teaching us Spanish, very passionate. Um, and I was a good student and I got to the point where I thought I was pretty much fluent. Like I even remember I went on a missions trip and they had me, um, as an ESL teacher as part of the missions trip. What? Yeah. That's like, incredible. I had gotten that good, but that, that is, wow. that sets up my confidence level. Okay. I thought I was like borderline fluent. You were there. And so being that way, I was just filling all of these Mexican citizens with my linguistic skills. And could you say filling? I was literally just like overwhelming them with communication. And so, I, but you can imagine that all of my conversations were very um rudimentary elementary mm -hmm. yeah. that's a better word well you'd only had two years right exactly yeah. so you know it'd be like my name is what's your name and it was like where's the bathroom where's your library you know you know but to like, a high schooler that's yeah. practically fluent i didn't i wasn't coming into the game saying like you know what how are you how do you feel about mexican politics <laughs> you know it wasn't anything too deep is my point mainly i would introduce myself you know, and I actually haven't taken any Spanish since then, probably mm -hmm. because of this, honestly, I was burnt out. But, you know, I would say, um, mi nombre es Isaías. My name is Isaiah. Um, and like I said, this, I for, forgive me all Spanish speaking people because it's been a while, but I would introduce myself. Mi nombre es Isaías or me amo. That's it. Mayamo. I think number is number. Yeah, that's number. And wow. I did not take Spanish. Okay, we'll see. Here we go. Here we go. My this is a this is a perfect lead into my embarrassing story. This is great. Mayamo. Is that is it? I think that's it. Como te amas? 
That's yeah. how you what say your name. What is your name? Yeah. Me llamo Is Isaias. There you go. And then I would say, yo tengo 14 años, which in Spanish means I have 15 years. Okay. Or 15. See, I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, it was. I was 16. No, I was 15. So yeah, I, I have 15 years. And so I would go around and say this to all of these people. And, and the, the people where we were at, we were in Tecate, Mexico, building houses. Mm. Super nice. Very welcoming as far as I knew. You know, most of us couldn't understand what they were saying for the most part. Yeah. So they could be saying horrible things behind my back. I don't know. But I will tell you, very hospitable people. You know, they would bring you into their house mm. and they would make you just this incredible meal and you had to be very careful eating it that could have been another story altogether because i never took any discretion because the spice or like the water water okay yeah yeah, yeah. i everything they don't drink the water because i haven't in honduras i went to honduras too oh yeah and i was a mess <laughs> because i just didn't ever <laughs> consider you know and, and and if you've been to honduras like they drink coca-cola before they drink water we won't get into that, but that's literally, wow. It, that's how it was. But I was walking around all these people, going to all these shops. We went shopping a lot, went to restaurants. Me, me amo Isaias, uh, yo tengo 14 años. And I said that for a whole week. We were there for seven days. And I always got the same reaction. It was always kind of like, uh-huh. You know, like a little bit nod of the head. And it was kind of like, you, you definitely don't know what you're doing. You know, and, and some people would... We had a translator and he would say, well, you know, they reacted that way or this way because you have a accent and they have an accent, which I never oh, even yeah. considered. Yeah. Cause you don't speak the language. Because I don't speak the language. It's yeah. weird to have an accent and not have a ling the language down. So of course I have an accent. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I probably sound like a robot, <laughs> but yeah, that was it. And the main focus here was yo tengo 14 años. And I've been saying it all week around the whole village. We'd be playing soccer with kids after school. And I'd be like, yo tengo 14 años. Yo tengo 14 años. Yo tengo 14 años. And I was saying it to all these kids, just so excited that I knew this one little line. I have 15 years. I have 15 years. I have 15 years. And I was saying it all week. Mm -hmm. And I started to slowly notice that when I would say these two things to these kids as they came outside of school, that they'd giggle. And I always thought that was weird. Like little, <laughs> you know, like they don't oh, get together funny. and giggle, but they kind of reacted that way towards us anyway, just because we were so different. Yeah. And we were horrible at soccer. So th they had stuff to laugh at. And that's what I assume. Yeah. Oh, they're laughing at the fact that I'm a 275 pound dude trying to kick a soccer ball with all these tiny little, you know, kids running around like crazy and they're just running circles around us. I was like, that's why they think it's funny. And you have a weird accent. So there's, there's a lot of material. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Bless my heart. So the last day comes and, and there's this girl that, you know, she's there every day. And I think she finally just felt sorry for me. She was, she would come from her house and walk every day. And, you know, finally she kind of pulled me to the side and I was like, oh, this is sweet. She's going to tell me bye. It's the last day. Yeah. She doesn't tell me bye. She wants to teach me a lesson in Spanish speaking. Ooh. Yes. So she takes a stick. Because she doesn't speak English. Oh, she's like going to write it. Yeah, she's going to write it in the oh. sand. It was not sand. It was just dirt. They yeah. had dirt roads. And she takes the stick and she writes anos. But she puts a, a tilde. 
Is that the swoopy thing? The swoopy thing. Okay. Yes. And then she draws a birthday cake. Right? Yeah. She writes next to it, Anos, without a Atilde. What What did the swoopy go over? The N. The N. Okay. She doesn't do the Atilde on the other version. And she draws two half moons, which I thought was weird, but yeah. I think she was trying to be discreet. And so I was like looking at her and I was like, what is this kid trying to tell me? I was yeah. like, yeah, that's what I've been saying all week, Anos. And she's like, no, no. She goes, años, años. And I was like, what? Anos? And she goes, no, años, años. And then she points to her hiney and she says, anos, anos. And she's saying this over and over again. And I'm like, it's kind of hitting on me, yeah. hitting, it's kind of hitting me. I just figured it out. Yeah. And yeah, I'm flush. I mean. Like I become flush in the face and I run and go get our translator. Yeah. And I drag him over there and I'm like, kind of like embarrassed, you know, well, that's the point of the podcast. But like, I'm also like, I got to figure this out. Like, and I ask him, I said, what is she trying to tell me? And they have this whole conversation and I'm picking up barely any of it because they're so fast. And you know, this is me, the Spanish expert and I'm getting schooled right now. This is a school of hard knocks. Not, not as fluid as you so thought he you finally, were. He's, he's laughing. He is <laughs> laughing and I'm not, I'm not laughing. I, mean, I laugh at it now. And he finally says, okay, well, here's the deal. Tell me what you've been saying all week. Say it exactly how you've been saying it. And I said, Como te or me llamo Isaías. Yo tengo catorce anos. And he goes, stop right there. Anos. Is that what you've been saying all week? And I go, yeah. And he goes, yeah. Años is how you say years in Spanish. Anos is how you say anus. <laughs> And when, you, when you said the half moon thing, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Well, that's the I thing. Figured it out. And I was like, oh she's my trying gosh. to be discreet. She yeah. drew, she drew a butt. Yeah, it took me a second. I was like, oh my gosh. So I the, get it now. He goes, so this is it. This is it. You've been saying all week. I have time. fifteen anuses. <laughs> you just been passing that out like candy I've been to everybody. Saying it. Literally, everyone in Tecate, Mexico. <laughs> I've been saying my name is Isaiah, and I have fifteen anuses. And I've been saying it Gosh. all week. No one had ever said a word. Did you see those like kids before you left? Like after the revelation that you have been I mean, saying yeah, this to everyone? I mean, we said our goodbyes and I didn't like. Did you try to acknowledge it? Did you correct it? Be like, I didn't. No, it's adios. I'm sure that I left them with a real jewel, you know. <laughs> They're, they have their own podcasts where they're like so this one time yeah that's it this white dude comes down and somewhere does not speak good <laughs> but he thinks he does i'm sure there's a ton of kids somewhere that are now what they'd be adults now yeah, yeah they're totally adults totally and they have a whole podcast just about this <laughs> white white people White people Spanish is probably what their podcast is oh, called. Oh man, that's amazing! I of course didn't even tell. I didn't tell too many people that story because I was in Spanish class still, you know, because I had planned on going another year of Spanish, and I didn't want that to come back to bite me in the butt. 
literally Anos. <laughs> in the Anos. In the Anos. As we now know. Because I didn't want my Spanish teacher to <laughs> fail me. So that I don't think that that's necessarily one of those embarrassing stories where I didn't think things through. I think that was just one of those where I was overly confident in something I wasn't yeah. actually that good at. This is an unfortunate circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. You thought you knew. I was spreading my wings too soon. Too, too soon. But... Um, so that's me. That was my, and like I said, that's not my best one. I'd say that was just my, that's still amazing. And the best part about that one is I left that embarrassment in Mexico. Right. Until now. Until now. Now ever. And I do tell that one on occasion, especially when I'm talking to kids about, um, you know, just going for things, you know, just, mm. just try. That's yeah. probably not a good example because I failed with. but anyway, that was my embarrassing story. Like I said, not as funny as yours. No, it's still fantastic. Oh, it's good. It's it gets, funny. It gets the whole thing. Embarrassing yeah. situations are hilarious. Yeah. I mean, we've I hope all it, been there. Well, that's the whole goal. I hope people let it I, I didn't think it was funny at the time. Right. But you look back and you laugh. Oh, we've all been in that situation. Now I think it's hilarious. We may not have all peed on a roller coaster, but we've said something on accident. So we're about to, to close out. I think that this would be a good place to wrap up. I kind of want you to give a teaser for your next embarrassing story. Like just okay. kind of give us a, and I'll give a teaser for my next one. My next embarrassing story coincidentally is also a urine story. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but urine and good judgment, sound judgment just are, don't go well with me together. Like those things don't mix. So this is also, I was older than eighth grade. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give it all away, but don't give it all away. You would think I had learned my lesson. This happened post. Was it a holiday world again? It was not a holiday world. Um, it was in the middle of nowhere, but boy. Okay. Boy, is it, it's a good one. My next one involves Halloween. Yes. And I was dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Ooh. Which oh. is. My gosh. Yeah. I have to hear this. This one is, that one is. I have to hear dude, that. It's, it's a very good embarrassing story because, uh, you know, you I worked with elementary kids and you always do these big elaborate costumes like that yeah. where you're trying to get them to just have a good time. But you don't think about the repercussions of people outside of the elementary world. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you were Little Red Riding Hood. I was Little Red Riding Hood and the kids <laughs> knew that. But when you're outside of it and people see you, you know, they're like, what's this weirdo doing dressed yeah. in a red skirt and a red hood with a they basket of goodies? They think you liked that. What? They, everyone else thought you liked that. Yeah. That, they're that's like, it. You, like, you made a conscious people, effort to be Little Red Riding Hood. That's it. People for don't, yourself. People not don't for, know me. They don't, they don't know that I'm. So that's it. Like out, it, the embarrassing story happened outside. Is that the Boys and Girls Club? And the embarrassing story happened outside of the Boys and Girls Club. And it is forever one of my favorites just because it, it's what you said. It's all of these things that just couldn't have been coincidence that happened at once that made a story. It was wild because it's like all of these things were like set up to be absolutely horrible, even separate, but they happened all together at once. Like if I did one of these things separately in my embarrassing story, yeah. It would have been enough for me to do a podcast story for it. <laughs> but together. They literally happened all together. It's beautiful. And it, it it is one of the I wish I wish I could 
pay some people to like reenact it or something. And I don't know if it'd be worth it, but it's in a, some, there's going to be some sitcom writer. I want someone to hear this. Who you know, hears this. And, and reenact our embarrassing stories. Yeah. And we're going to sit on a couch and watch our episode. That would be a really funny show, actually. But I'd watch it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Rob Watson. I'm excited. This is the first episode. And I know that most podcasts, they give some kind of like review and, you know, rate. But, yeah. you know, this is our first time. So. We're just glad you're here. Yeah, we're just glad you're here. Also, I wave at everyone like you could see me and I forgot you can't. So if you this feel, is me waving. If you feel the need Thanks to. having me share this that's that i think that's the most helpful and that's the most impactful is when you know someone shared with someone else they thought it had so much value they shared it like for me that's that's the biggest compliment 100 percent. a review is nice following is nice but i also want people to know that like what we did today is just the beginning because this is literally the first one yeah the goal is for people to laugh at us and 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 if you have an embarrassing story Yes, come at me with it and let's share it that way too. Cause you don't have to be like Rob's here with me, but there's so many different ways for us to be and communicate your story. If you're comfortable with and sharing it, yeah. Message me, write me. I'm Izzy B. My website's IzzyBbooks.com. But I also have an email address for this where you could write in your embarrassing story. It's the show's called Embarrassed Much. It's funny, I haven't even really said that much but it's called empodcast at gmail.com so embarrassed much podcast at gmail.com so you can email me your embarrassing story hey, i could even just read it off i guess because i've heard some that are so funny you should do a submission it's just funny to submit them and read them yeah i would rather the people tell them verbally oh but yeah if you have one to share go ahead and share it with me we would love to have you on the show um this is rob watson hey hey And I'm Izzy B, and we'll see you next time on Embarrassed Much. I don't know what I'm singing. (laughs) Where we'd like to embrace being red in the face. Ooh, that was nice. That was really good. If I can only pay someone to do that better than me.